0: So, the questions, question-answer session. And the first question is, the concept of soul for humans is similarly applicable to the plant and animal world. What is that evolves in them? Is punarjanam same in them? So um, we have to understand it very logically. Actually, soul is not a concept, but it's a divine element which is present in creation. And this element uh, is so powerful, uh, though it is a very small element. It's like atom ka andar jo shakti hai, how tremendously powerful it is. So it is a small element, but it is very powerful as far as its action is concerned. So, forms, its role in evolution is, the role of the soul in evolution is, it is the nodal point through which the divine consciousness puts itself into different aspects of creation. Say, for instance, matter, it is that psychic spark through which the divine consciousness enters. So, Mother has explained it very beautifully, that if you take the body as the lamp, and the divine is the generator, then the psychic being is the wire that connects the generator to the lamp. If directly the divine consciousness were to act upon matter, it will get shattered. It won't be able to take it. So, evolution of matter is a slow process. But along with that, there is a parallel evolution going on, and that is that little spark has to grow more and more, because even that has to receive It can have a direct access. It alone has a direct access. So Otherwise, the divine consciousness acts through many, many layers. Many, many beings come into the play. But through the psychic spark, it is a direct action. So, the two are closely linked. The evolution of the form and the evolution of the psychic element. Initially, it's a spark. So, in animal consciousness… The animal consciousness is not evolved enough, form is not evolved enough to support an individual soul. At least for a long time. Say there are, in fact, species where you don't have the, you know, this is of course, we keep hearing, so we have to understand it logically. Okay, that's a very general way of saying it. Say for instance, the insect world. So there are all kinds of things in creation. Insect world is largely a projection of the vital forces. It is not formed in the way creation is formed and then it evolves. So there are all kinds of things upon earth. So, But if you see from the biological point of view, from the vertebrae, there is something like the soul of a species that starts. So it is not an individual every muchly as a soul, no. But a group of fishes will have the Uh, spirit of the species and the spirit of the species drives them. Not as individual but group. That itself is a proof. The presence of soul begins to individualize whatever is uh, you know the form. So for instance you will see that when there are some uh, dangers or some seasonal changes then the species get directed all the way to migrate 2000 miles, far away. So, that is the spirit of the species and there is no individual soul in every fish which is governing its existence. The form cannot support it. It's just not possible. So, as the form evolves more and more, now in the higher animals, you begin to get that. First thing that happens is some like like crystallization. Otherwise, generally it is the species that behaves in a certain way. Each species and its subspecies behaves in a certain way which is predictable. There is nothing like an individual cobra vis a vis another cobra. It is, you know, a whole cobra family, a whole fish family, bird family. But in higher animals, you begin to see in horses, elephants, cows, dogs, sometimes in cats, something like an individual. Element which has entered evolution. That's when we can say that there is something like an individual, not psychic subtly, but soul element which has entered. That's why they can evolve even as an individual. So, you know, you can't tame a snake. You can't, you know, tame even a tiger. But it's possible for uh, horses to get humanized, for dogs to develop certain qualities. Because they have this little individual's part to connect with you in this way through emotions. One of the signs that the soul inhabits the heart. So some of these higher animals develop what is called as a heart. Something like that. The emotional um, sense begins to develop. So it is for this reason that you see in certain religions, it is prescribed not to kill certain animals which are developed. You don't kill elephants, you don't kill horses, you don't kill cows because they are little more developed. They have this individualization which is beginning to happen. See, cows, how they respond to your emotions, they can heal you. It's not only about what they give, then it's like, okay, I'll not kill because you are giving me so much. So, there is a transaction. No, they respond to feelings. They can heal you if you are depressed. It's a known thing. Horses respond like that. Dogs respond like that. But still, it's not that all of them will have an individual spark, but many of them begin to develop. Now they are ready to enter the human birth. In the human birth, every human being, even an Eskimo or a tribal, by the very fact that the form has now changed in such a way that it can allow At least some kind of a soul element concretely tied with an individual body, individual form. So you will see in human beings, variation starts individually. You can't say that all of them will react in this way, individual variations. With individual variations, the capacity to evolve individually. And this goes on further and further till finally you have a full formed individuality. The full-formed individuality itself is interestingly a sign that deep behind this ego-individuality, the psychic element has developed. So, you will hear in mystic literature, for instance, Sri Ramakrishna Paramans will say, Paka Ami, Kacha Ami. You can explain it both way: Paka but Ami. The ego must become ripe for the soul to step out. So, the formation of individuality is an important aspect of evolution. Losing the ego fast, fast, let's lose it is not what is the process of individualization. Individualization is important because the divine wants to have his play on the basis of the individual. But, Behind, while the true individuality which is the psychic is developing, there is the nature's created individuality like a scaffolding. So, this is how it happens. Then, you will see invariably that before turning to the divine, really that giving, there is a phase one goes through. Usually in one life, same life, sometimes in a previous life, one has gone through where there is this extreme stifling of an individual wanting to break free. The so-called rebel, the, you know, questioning thing. In whatever way, individuality begins to develop. And that is a sign that now, psychic is getting ripe to step out. So, that's how. It's a very logical process. It's not like a belief system. So, then we come to individual. Obviously, in animals, there is no rebirth. But what are the animals serving? They are serving for the consciousness to move up the ladder. They are like steps, broad steps through which consciousness is moving up the ladder but in higher animals this individual aspect where we can actually say rebirth a horse was born as a human being you can say but you don't say a fish in that pond was reborn as a human being that's not how it happens so it it uh, of course somebody living in a cosmic consciousness can recover those steps that is possible but there is nothing like a rebirth of a fish or rebirth of a snake was reborn as that. But yes, higher animals like some horses, dogs, cats, they can have a rebirth. But that soul is very small, that spark. Then it will go through a next level of development. And that is through the Human form, different types of humanity, the physically centered human being, the vitally centered human being, the emotionally centered human being, the mind centered human being and through all these experiences it grows till it develops into a full-fledged psychic being. So this is the evolutionary journey of the soul. So Punarjan, obviously, Punarjan has to be spoken of on an individual basis, on a human basis. The reason is very simple because If you take that the divine wants to manifest himself, that is the reason, logic of rebirth is this, that the soul must evolve to manifest some element or aspect of the divine through the individual. So the moment it enters into the human state and as I said, the higher animal, then the process of rebirth starts. Otherwise, it's just consciousness which is evolving through all this. It's not like an insect, kit, patanga, evolved into through all these steps uh, that's not that doesn't happen so this is one part of it